BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Sif Heider, the founder of Array. I'm a wellness entrepreneur and digital creator, and this is my show, The Dream Bigger Podcast. Listen, I love dreaming big, but you know what I love more? Actually having the resources to make those big dreams happen. And hey, dreams can sometimes be private jets, but other times they can look a little something like having the best skin of your damn life, or starting a successful business, or delving into spirituality. So on this podcast, I chat with experts and thought leaders from different fields about their tips and tricks on doing exactly that. So let's get right into it. Hey guys, welcome back to the Dream Bigger podcast. So today's episode is going to be another solo episode. I'm going to do a quick and dirty one and it's going to be on journaling. So if you follow me on social or, you know, you've heard me on another podcast, you've probably heard me talking about my journaling practice like a hundred million times over. It's something that I've been doing for years. And I did a poll on Instagram to find out if you guys would be interested in learning more about my practice, because something I realized is that a lot of people want to journal. They just don't know where to start. And I'm hoping that this episode gives you that guidance. So I'm really excited to dive in. But before we do, I'm going to read out this week's review, which comes from Deep Radip Kap. Um, I'm sorry if I'm not saying that right. So this review says, inspiring and wholesome. I have followed Sif for a few years on IG and I'm so glad I found her. She's a giver, so transparent and authentic. And that's how I feel about this podcast. It's a wholesome podcast from business to personal. It covers all aspects. So much genuine knowledge is shared by Sif and her experienced guest. And you will learn something new from every episode. An amazing podcast. I've recommended it to all my friends. I look forward to listening to them my entire life. This is such a nice review. And guys, you know, I love to call out reviews like this because there's nothing that helps the podcast as much as reviews do. And I love to hear from you guys. You know that I love interacting with you on Instagram. And so I just I want to hear your feedback. Tell me what episodes you love. Tell me any feedback you have. So if you have two seconds and you feel like the show brings you value, just scroll to the bottom of your Apple podcast app. Honestly, a lot of you probably already have it open right now and go scroll down to the section where you can 
leave a review and a rating and just hit five star and tell me what you love about the show. Um, I really want to hear from you and wait towards the end of the episode because I'm actually going to do a really good and hopefully relevant giveaway um, to hopefully get some of you to write a review if you haven't already. So we'll get to that towards the end of the episode. Before we get into the episode, though, I also have this week's hot tip, which I'm actually really surprised I haven't shared in the past because this is like a product that I've been using for three years now, but it's the way shampoo and it's the medium hair one. So listen, I'm going to be honest, guys. I don't love to shower. It doesn't mean I don't do it, but I really, really hate to wash my hair. So I wash my hair like one, maybe two times a week. And I've realized that in order to like enjoy that process, I really have to have the best shower products. Okay. So I'm very regimented with what I have in my shower and it's like a whole process, but I am such a fan of the way shampoos, shampoo and conditioner. Sorry. It smells incredible. It makes my hair feel so soft and just like shiny and healthy. And I'm such a fan of both the shampoo and conditioner. It feels really nice on my hair too. I don't know. I I really love the product. I found it a few years ago and I've kind of been like a forever repeat customer. So if you haven't tried the way yet, I've used now a bunch of their products. I have their volumizing spray as well. I was getting my makeup done for a shoot a few weeks ago or hair and makeup. And the person who did my hair used, I think it was their texturizing spray. So I'm really a fan of their products, but I guess the hot tip for this week is their medium hair shampoo and conditioner. From Dear Media and Rom-Com Pods comes a scripted podcast so outrageously inappropriate, we can't believe they let us put it on the air. Meet my best friend, Allie. Like, gross, close best. Hello? Wait, are you peeing? Everyone loves a messy bitch. And Allie's life was about to get a whole lot messier. Maybe 2022 is going to be my year. Yeah, 2022 is definitely not going to be her year. Allie's going to bone, marry, and bury three different people. Get it? Bone, marry, bury? Like, fuck, marry, kill? I just wanted to say that, but it didn't clear legal. Ready to play? Introducing Bone, Mary, Barry, starring Sarah Hyland, Harvey Guillen, and Tommy Martinez. Make sure to follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this. All right. So let's get into journaling. So a little bit of backstory, which I will keep brief. I got into journaling, I want to say in 2014 or 2015. Okay. So what happened was I had read about the benefits of journaling, about like how bullet journaling could really improve the way you were um, thinking in the morning and kind of just alter how I guess your brain is when you wake up. So Dr. Joe Dispenza has talked about the fact that um, when we wake up, we are prone to thinking about everything that's wrong. Whereas in order to think of everything that's right and have a really good mindset right from the get-go, it requires practice. It's like a muscle. And journaling is a huge part of that. So anyway, I wanted to figure out how I could get started on journaling after reading about its benefits. 
And the first place that I started was the five minute journal, which is by the way, a great resource. If you know, you're looking to just spend like two minutes and are just wanting to be very non-committal, like non-committal as in not as in non-committal to a consistent practice, but like, you know, not having a ton of time to spend on this. So I found the five minute journal. I really liked it. I thought that it was a great resource for me for a long time, actually. And I liked it because it had the power to put me in a really positive mindset first thing in the morning. So if you're not familiar with this journal um, or curious about it, it is essentially like it tells you to list three things you're grateful for. I think it's like intentions as well and three things you're looking forward to in the day. I feel like that's how it's set up. Um, I've not used it in a while, but I that's just from what I remember. And I thought that it was a really great place to start, but I outgrew it pretty quickly. So I went through two or three journals and I did it consistently for a year and I was like, okay, I'm kind of over this. <laughs> so Next step in my journey was actually reading a book called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. And in that book, she highlights her method for creativity, which is essentially free flow writing for three pages. And essentially what it does is it enhances your creativity. It's like a brain dump in the morning. And so the method is that you wake up and you take out your journal and you just free write for three pages, not any more and not any less. It doesn't matter if you're in flow and you know you want to write for five pages. No, it's always going to be three. And if you're starting out journaling and you know you want to give this a go, but you get to your journal and you don't know what to write, you can literally write, I don't know what to write. This is stupid. I am so new to this. Like write literally whatever comes into your head. The sentences don't even need to make sense. The point is, as I said, a brain dump and you're not going back to read this. Okay. So it's like a very non-judgmental way to get your thoughts on paper. And so I did that for, again, like a while until I needed something new. And so I've been doing this for a while. And obviously over time, I've developed my own practices, some of which I've talked about on other podcasts in previous episodes. But I started developing my own journaling techniques just based on so many of the different resources and books that I was consuming, you know, so many of the books that I've talked about in the past, whether it's The Universe Has Your Back or any of the Gabrielle Bernstein books or Dr. Joe Dispenza's books, like any of them, they they all have like certain journaling practices. So what I started to do was mixing journaling prompts that I had kind of picked up from these books or like not, not even necessarily journaling, journaling prompts, but just things to think about and meditation kind of prompts, I suppose. And I started combining them into different journaling techniques for myself. And I just felt that it was really great for keeping things fresh, for helping me, I guess, like show up as the best version of myself and start my day with a lot of joy and gratitude and just a feeling of like happiness. And so because so many of you maybe want to get into journaling beyond just the five minute journal, but don't know where to start. You know, I'm going to go through a few of the techniques that I use. So the first one, which I've talked about in the past is future you journaling. So a big part of this future you journaling. So I'll I'll give you a little bit of backstory. I started future you journaling. I want to say like 
two years ago, a year and a half ago. And I have gone back and read through my journal entries and I am shocked as to how things have played out in my life. Literally things that I wrote about six, eight months ago, a year ago have happened to me today. Um, and it's, it's just the wildest thing. And so if you're interested in this technique, essentially you write as though things that you want currently have already transpired. So say, for example, you really want to find a partner. So you write about that reality as though it's already happened. So you write things like, I'm so grateful that I've woken up beside my amazing partner who I'm so in love with and who has XYZ qualities. And you write about it with gratitude as though it's already happened. And what I like to do when I do this technique is also mix in gratitude for things that are already in my life. And I don't know why I feel this is the case, but I feel like if I put pen to paper and feel gratitude about things that I already have alongside things that I haven't necessarily achieved, but feel that same level of gratitude, I feel like I attract it to myself. I know that some of you are into the woo stuff and some of you aren't, but you guys know if you've listened to this podcast for long enough that I'm really, really into manifestation. And it's a very strong tool that I use within my toolbox. And so this is just what works for me. I I have to say it's been very successful because I've manifested a lot of the things that I've written about in my journal. So if you're interested in trying it, do it and let me know how it goes. So a more practical one, which I'll share with you if you aren't into manifestation, is a more and less list. So you can do this as frequently as like once a week, every three days, or even just once a month to basically take inventory of what's going on in your life and what's serving you and what's not serving you. So essentially, it's really easy. You just, you know, take a page in your journal and on one side, you write more and on one side, you write less. And under the more column, you write down all of the little things that bring you a lot of joy that you want to populate your life with more. So that can be things like spending time with your best friends. It can be movie night with your partner. It can be calling your grandma or going on more hikes or, I don't know, cooking your favorite meal, whatever it is. It's basically things that bring you joy on like a daily basis that you want to just have more of in your life because you know, we all want a life with a lot of joy. And the more we can add in small things on a daily basis, the better it is. I mean, why wait for these like very like large joyful things like a vacation or whatever, when we can add daily acts of joy to our lives? Like it just makes things so much better and happier. (laughs) And on the other list, which is the less, you write down all of the things which currently aren't serving you. So, you know, it can be things like screen time first thing in the morning, um, working late into the night with your laptop. I don't know, like watching thrillers, which are maybe making you lose sleep because you're scared when you're going to bed. I don't know. It can be anything, right? So what this technique is really good for is I think it helps you evaluate what's going on in your life and it helps you figure out what you just need to dispose of and get really granular about the details. And then I think once you, once you go over your days or your weeks and kind of identify those things that 
make you happy versus just don't serve you, you can be really intentional about how you're living life. So I'll give you an example. Over the the holidays, I was doing really, really long meditations. And I realized, like, I've been pretty good with not using my phone first thing in the morning. But I realized that, you know, as soon as I opened social media, within like even an hour of waking up or like a little more than an hour of waking up, it would just bring my energy levels down. And I feel like I almost needed to delay it as much as I could in order to um, live in my own creativity before letting other things kind of come into my periphery and like influence me. Does that make sense? I just, I felt like I needed to sit with my own ideas for a while before I let other energy in. So that's something I put on my less list. So I don't know. I feel like this, this exercise essentially helps you get very intentional about what is and isn't serving you in your life today. And I really do think that how we operate as human beings, like who we are, how we show up and our state of mind, it's a culmination of the different little things that we do every single day. And um, if you get rid of the things that just aren't serving you, you can show up as a better version of yourself, which actually brings me to the next exercise that I have, which is highest self journaling. So essentially what I do here is I write down the highest version of myself and I write about it in such great detail. So I have done the human design chart and I'm no expert, but I've kind of like learned to read it in like a precursory way. Again, I I really need to have a human design expert on the podcast. I'm putting it out into the universe right now. But I got really interested when Jordan Younger actually did a full reading on me on her podcast, The Balanced Blonde Podcast or Soul on Fire Podcast. But I thought it was really interesting. Anyway, so my human design chart basically says that I'm a specific manifester. And what that means is I really like to get super granular about the details. Now, it doesn't matter if you like to get granular about details or not. I still think that the highest self-journaling exercise is a really good um, thing to do. And I'll get into why after I get into how you do it. So you essentially write down in great detail um, who this highest version of yourself is, you know, um, where do they live? What do they do for work? What are their daily habits? What are they eating? Who are they surrounding themselves with? Like as much detail as you can possibly get into. And from a practical standpoint, the benefit of going through an, through an exercise like this is that it helps you nail down the specific habits of someone who is like this. So say you want to move up in life. Maybe you want, you know, a promotion or better friends or like a really healthy, happy relationship with a partner, whatever that is, when we want to level up in life, we need to level up with our daily habits. So the high school version of you uh, was not operating on the same wavelength as the you today. And so I think it's really important to get granular about those habits that you think a high performing version of yourself has, because then you can step into those habits every single day. So, you know, if your highest self is someone who likes to cook at home or is really diligent about uh, drinking a lot of water or wakes up at the same time every single day. If you identify those habits, it's so 
easy to step into that version of yourself and kind of level up, I guess. And so, you know, I've gone down to the detail of like, okay, my highest self, how would they deal with a problem that comes their way so that I can have more measured responses to things that may trigger me today. So I've just become really aware of my trigger points and how my highest self would handle it versus how I feel in the moment. So it's a really, really good exercise, which I think that everyone should do, whether you're into the woo or not into the woo. Um, It just helps to be a better version of yourself. The last thing that I will give you, the last prompt I'll give you is honestly gratitude. So gratitude is a really powerful thing. You can't be in like a sorry state of mind and still be grateful, right? So if you are starting your day with gratitude, it just shifts your mentality altogether. So if you are looking to become a much more positive person or a positive version of you, if you focus on the things that are going right in your life, then like, that's what you're going to be thinking about. You're, you're just, you're going to kind of like trick your brain into going into that mode instead of thinking of all the things that are wrong, if that makes sense. So I'm going to go back to human design. So, you know, here, if you are into human design, then clearly this is an episode for you, but my human design essentially shows that my strongest sense is feeling. And if you do take the human design test, it's really easy. You just go on myhumandesign.com. It's free. And then you can just like go on different blogs and figure out how to read it. But essentially there is a bunch of different, um, senses and strongest sense can be different for different people. So someone's strongest sense might be smell. Another person's might be taste. Like, I don't know what all of them are, but one of them is feeling and mine is feeling. So what that means is that I have to really deeply feel things in order to either manifest or start my day from like a high vibe place. So essentially what I do when I'm going through this gratitude prompt is I really aggressively write every single thing that's going right in my life that I'm grateful for. You know, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for the the house that I'm in or the neighborhood that I'm in or the fact that I can walk everywhere. The fact that, you know, my body healed from an accident. Like there's so many things that we have that we can be grateful for. And so many of them we just glaze over because we just take things for granted, right? And I think that if you get into the habit of doing this and really really focusing on the things that you're grateful for, it just puts you in such a high vibe place. And I've literally done this exercise. And by the end of it, I've just been in tears because I'm so like, it just makes me realize that, oh my goodness, you know, I'm out here chasing all the things that I don't have, but I have so much going for me. I'm such a fortunate person. And I have so many things that I should be joyful and happy about. So I think that going through this, I think everyone can do this and everyone should do this. It's just taking inventory of all of the things that are so incredible in your life. And I'm sure that all of us have so many things that we can list. So these are, I guess, four different journaling ideas for you. And if 
you are looking for a page to kind of cohesively put this down, I have come up with a journaling prompts workbook or worksheet, I guess. It's just four different prompts that you can use and you can use over and over and over again to put yourself in a really high vibe state. So I created it. It's, you know, out there for free. All you have to do is write a review, screenshot it, and then email it to me. So email it to me at sifat.h91 at gmail.com. I'll put it in the show notes. But if you email it over to me, then essentially Apple does this thing where reviews go away into the ether. So sometimes I don't even see when you guys write a review. I mean, it's out there and it helps the show, but I just don't see it. So if you take a screenshot and send it to me, then it's really easy for me to have seen that, okay, you wrote a review and I will send you the journal prompts. And, you know, I really do think that journaling is such a beneficial practice. And I hope that if you are considering it, this episode is the one that convinces you to do it. And I hope that the journal prompts help. I think you guys will really like it. It's like very well thought out prompts and it's something that I'm super passionate about. So I hope it helps you and I hope you loved this episode. So I will talk to you guys next week. We, as usual, have another awesome interview coming. I've batched so many. So lots of really exciting episodes coming up. Thank you so much for tuning in. Love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved the episode and feel like it brought you value, don't forget to rate the show and leave a review. It takes five seconds and really helps the show grow so I can keep bringing on awesome guests. If you want to follow me behind the scenes, you can find me on Instagram at Sif And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss a thing. I drop new episodes every Tuesday, so come hang with me and shoot the shit with some really smart people, learn and unlearn, and have a lot of fun. See you next week.